Hello and welcome to this episode of Irreligiosophy 2.0, the one true podcast, and the only podcast uh, that reminds you female masturbation is a direct path to Satan. That's that's how you get there. That's, that's uh, how I'm going to get there. It's not a bad thing, maybe. I don't think so. It's the journey, really, isn't it? That's a reward, not the yeah, destination. Yeah, it's, it's not the destination. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's not the <laughs> Remember, it's only female masturbation. Gentlemen, feel free to... Right, <laughs> right, right. Female masturbation is evil. Male masturbation—that's okay. What could what could possibly be wrong with that? Nothing. I mean, it's a little messy sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Female masturbation, totally clean. Not way cleaner, I think. I don't know. Does it happen? It doesn't happen. That's a myth. Sometimes. Really? The money shot. The money shot. The female money shot. <laughs> Path to the devil, Chuck. Let's not discriminate by gender. You are possessed by the devil. <laughs> Matt, uh, this podcast is, uh, comes to you. It's brought to you by uh, uh, sheer laziness. You said this podcast comes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> In keeping with the theme of the podcast. Yes. Uh, we're just going to do a bunch of skunk dicks today because, for God's sakes, I cannot be asked to do anything at all. No. No work. Uh, Should we just become, we just fucking stop pretending and just become a skunk dick podcast entirely? Yeah. It's the least amount of work. We'd probably be able to put episodes out yeah. at a more frequent rate than we currently um, do. Right. The research <laughs> is uh, extremely minimal. It's pretty much 15 minutes before we started recording this. I actually, I do have one piece of research, Chuck. I have it right here. What the hell? That is uh uh, the opposite of what we stand for here at Irreligiosophy. <laughs> you actually okay. did some work? It's it's mostly cut and pasted from Sweet other stuff. Geez. Okay, all right. That's acceptable. Yes. Uh, it's a mass anthropological corner. Is that what we're calling it now? I think so. That might not be a word, by the way. Absolutely. Mass anthropological corner. Listen, it, anthropos means man, so it should just be Matt's manthropological corner. <laughs> It's time for a little mansplaining, Chuck. I'm tell everybody. <laughs> Listen, as a man, I understand way more than you do because I'm objective. I can objectively yeah. see this stuff. See, the problem with everyone else is that... Let <laughs> <laughs> me explain to you how you should feel as a woman. Well, it's like you can't have like gays deciding their own you know, future because they're biased. Right. Or gays. They have to recuse themselves from any yeah. decision regarding their own future. So, ladies... Step aside. Again, cannot be objective. Only we men can be objective. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this now. I feel bad. <laughs> what do you got? What is, have, it, what is this episode of Matt's Anthropological Corner about? Uh, today's corner will be the Middle East. Again. Uh, most specifically Syria. Chuck. Matt, I think you've been very Middle East-centric in your anthropological corners. I, I am really Middle East. Can't we have some... American anthropological corners. No, fuck the rest of the world. <laughs> so Middle East is where it's at. It's where it's at. It's hot right now. Yeah. Uh, now, Chuck, we know that uh, ISIS, ISIL, Islamic State. Daesh? I don't oh, know. Daesh? Daesh? Whatever. Yeah. We know they're giant douchebags, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, besides all the war, the mayhem. That, that goes without saying. Yeah. The religious laws, the beheadings. 
Oh, God, don't get me started on the beheadings. Hey, quit being racist. <laughs> never, never search the deep web and watch one of those beheadings videos. You will regret it for the rest of your life. Can't um, un- you can't unsee the dark web, no. Matt. Uh, can't you? No, you can't. Uh, besides all that, they're also destroying the cultural heritage of the area. All right. Hey, I got a question, too, uh, to discuss. When you have an area that has a ton of history, ancient history, uh, prehistory, what, what does that stuff belong to? Does it just belong to, like, say, the Syrians or whoever lives in that corner of the world? America. Like, well, America for sure. Belongs to America. Should we share it? All Americans. That's a good question. <laughs> My God, we should have some sort of multinational organization to oversee this shit. Like a UNESCO or something. Belongs to all humanity. Yes. Anyway, ISIS is getting a lot of blame for destruction and looting uh, at a ton of sites in uh, in Syria and uh, Iraq. And that's unfair blame. I believe it's uh, gross and racially motivated. Well, that's exactly what this quarter is about, Chuck. Yeah. How much blame did they really deserve? And Jesse Kasana of Dartmouth College. Dartmouth? Mm-hmm. Dartmouth? Mm-hmm. Dartmouth, I believe. <laughs> He's been looking to this uh, using satellite imagery. They did a study. The first part of the study, they just relied on uh, Google Earth and Bing Maps. Bing? Bing. Fuck. Does anyone Who use bings? that? Anyone, anyone use that? Bing? <laughs> Bing has a map? I guess so. Uh, they showed widespread looting across Syria, uh, especially mounted sites that were being converted to military use because those are strategic locations. You know, like when you have the high ground, like in, uh, you know what I'm talking about, Revenge of the Sith. I never know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have the high ground. It's over. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's <laughs> the like, only. I'm just over here. So you can't win. <laughs> Even it. though we've been flipping all over the place. I'm talking about Star Wars episode. <laughs> flipping it's all over. over the place. Now he's on a mound of dirt. He's like, it's over. It's I'm over. Ready. I'm standing like two feet ahead of you. It's done. <laughs> Battle one. Uh, uh, it's he used Bing Maps. That's how he got there. Mm-hmm. I um, <laughs> anyway, imagery is being collected on an almost near daily basis uh, across Syria and Iraq, and this gave the researchers an opportunity uh, to evaluate these sites using almost uh, real-time data. Uh, the only thing that was difficult to check was structural damage, uh, but demolition was obvious, as well as looting, looting holes, earth moving, and construction. So these guys developed a database of around 14,000 sites, um, evaluated them, compared them to pre-war imagery, and logged the data according to the type of damage, severity of damage, and other uh, general observations. Uh, the questions they were primarily asking was, how has the damage to sites changed since uh, the war begun? And when they say war, I mean, or they mean since 2011, since really ISIS became a thing. Is damage more common in uh, areas of ice controls, and were certain sites more likely to be targeted? Uh, so first of all, many of the sites showed an increase in looting since 2011 by an order of magnitude over any pre-2011 looting that they could find. So yeah, it went up. So <laughs> wait a second. It tends to happen when lawlessness is going on. Are you telling me the lamestream media was correct? That, what did what, they say? I don't know. ISIS has been destroying this shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a spoiler. Spoiler! Oh. Not the end yet. 
Uh, the most, shot my wad. <laughs> most frequent looting was at sites of Roman, late Roman or early medieval periods, or on sites occupied in these times that were themselves from older periods. And without going too far into their metric of labeling uh, looting and damage, basically they just go from minor to major. But uh, they found the majority of sites uh, of these 14,000 sites, about 78% had minor looting. You could say about 10 to 15 looting holes, and they were most likely locals, they determined, living in uh, dire circumstances, especially when everything goes to crap. You're looking for any way to make money. Uh, but a large number of highly significant sites like Palmyra uh, were heavily looted to the point that there were like thousands of holes dug and, you know, ruins literally just destroyed. These also appear to be most frequent in ISIS-held areas. Uh, they also documented cases of severe looting in western Syria, though, which suggests the Syrian military were either involved or complicit in the looting. Uh, the research is ongoing, Chuck, but I think, I think we have enough to call ISIS a bunch of dicks. Uh, it seems, uh, at least preliminarily, the preliminary findings are that uh, ISIS is a bunch of dicks. Yeah, yeah. Like a I, gigantic bag of archaeology site looting dicks. I'm almost... Ready to call that confirmed, but I guess I'll hold on until they finish. Uh, hang tight, man. Yeah, just be patient. I said I'd hold on. All right. We've not entirely confirmed it. It's just been nearly confirmed. We need to have it confirmed to the level of physics, like to the fifth decimal point. Yeah. Uh, what's my What's my p value for this? <laughs> uh. <laughs> ah, stats humor. Anyway, ISIS are dicks. And that's been an episode of Matt's Etymological Corner. Matt, that was a shocking twist at the end of that Etymological Corner. Uh, uh, when ISIS was all dicks? Seems like it was leading all in one way, and then <laughs> it just the rug was pulled out from underneath me. I thought it was leading all one way, and then it went that way. But <laughs> I, maybe I misinterpreted the data. Matt, you should probably guard against confirmation bias in those yeah, types true. of studies. That's true. I got to really stay objective. So, uh, skunk dicks? I mean, that's, like I said, we, we, no research. So, uh, But there have been a lot of dicks. They've been piling up. This bag yeah. of dicks is uh, uh, bursting at the seams. Yeah, there's dicks all over the place. That's pretty much why we did this episode. Yeah. We're missing out on a lot of dicks. And uh, this, uh, fair warning, this uh, segment is not representative uh, or all-inclusive. I'm certain we've missed many, many yeah. dicks. Couldn't keep up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Way too much shit going on. Uh, well, should we jump right beginning? into yeah. the dickery? We should jump. Let's jump into the giant bag of dicks we have assembled. What do you got? Uh, remember um, the man who killed three people at a Colorado Springs Planned Parenthood clinic last fall? Yes. Speaking of dicks. Speaking of dicks, Robert Deere Jr. First, he told police he attacked the clinic because he was upset with them performing abortions and the selling of baby parts. Yes, so you murder um, people. That's but now what you do. Yeah, exactly. When you don't like something, murder. Murder. That's the answer. Murder. It's pretty much always the answer. Uh, but Chuck, uh, Hungry? on the horizon. Murder. <laughs> there's a light upon the horizon for Robert Deere Jr. He shall be met in heaven by aborted fetuses. Oh. <laughs> yes. They will want to thank him for saving unborn babies. Yeah, all the aborted babies are like, 
Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for showing up late. You <laughs> what they'll say. He did shit for us. Does that count? Like, okay, look, God, I saved like two hundred babies from being aborted. Uh, I, I I actually murdered three people. So really, I'm one hundred ninety-seven ahead. Yeah, but there's a whole person, a whole person that counts more than one aborted fetus, right? Yeah, you're gonna have to figure out how many fetuses it takes. To, how many fetuses can you pile up to uh, reach the height of one human? I'm sure God has like a metric for this. Uh, yeah, is it like a weight? Like they always yeah. do that in the Bible, right? Like you should have your weight in gold. <laughs> as long as the weight of people you kill does not outweigh the number of fetuses you save. Of hypothetical fetuses that you save. You're golden. What is the weight of a hypothetical right. fetus? I want to know what a aborted fetus sounds like when it says thank you. <laughs> now <I>, floating <laughs> around in their embryo. <laughs> thank you. Does it sound like Remember that old movie, The Fly, where, like, the spider ends up with the guy's head? No, no, the fly ends up with the guy's head. He's in the spider web. He's like, help me! Something like that? Yes. Thank you! I think that is exactly what it sounds like. You nailed it! I also, I also think they might sound like Kuatu from uh, Total Recall. Like, oh, and those little arms moving back yeah. and forth. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, we'd have to, you know, we'd have to ask this guy because apparently he had a dream, right? A dream that uh, yeah. a bunch of aborted fetuses gave him their thanks. Yeah. So it all turned out okay in the end. I love this guy's reasoning. He he went to Planned Parenthood yeah. to save babies, and he sh- and he shot a police officer that showed up through a tinted window because he knew the officer couldn't see him. You know, person doesn't count, I guess. No, it's uh, you know, I think. The actual thinking, I think, is enemy combatant, right? Because he's in a war. Oh, that's right. And so uh, those are acceptable casualties because of the fetal holocaust that is going on right now. Oh. But yeah, I mean, like we just discussed, uh, you have an actual walking, thinking, feeling human being who has lived experiences, has a family, friends, versus fetuses that once they're born, these people couldn't give two shits about. Yeah. And all the people he killed, none of them worked for Planned Parenthood. Yeah. So not really enemy combatants, even under his logic. Just some people sitting around and a police officer. Yep. Dick. Dick. All right. What do you got? Dick. Uh, uh, Well, we alluded to this in the intro, Matt. um, And it's difficult on these things because you don't know if these Christian authors, this Christian author, Mac Major, whether they're actually Christian authors who sincerely believe this stuff or uh, which is becoming increasingly more likely, they're uh, humorists posing as Christian authors. Right. So take this for what it is. Uh, who knows this is true, but it could be. So therefore, we're reporting on it. Oh, yeah. You know what? It sounds true. That's our standard That's of journalism here at Irreligiosophy. It I could want it be. to be true. <laughs> Christian author Mac Major says female masturbation is, quote, direct path to Satan. Uh, Matt, um, he uh, writes a blog on Eden Decoded, but he he posted a Facebook. He said that too many Christian women are losing their salvation because they masturbate. Um, You know, men are not mentioned at all here uh, because men don't masturbate. It's only women. No. Dildos dildos and all of those other sex toys have been used for thousands of years in demonic sex rituals, he wrote. It's one of the main ways ancient pagan societies worship their demonic gods. And I think in the post he uh, mentions 
Priapus or Priapus or the, the Greek god with the erect phallus. Oh, that's where we get the term. Yes, exactly. Oh, I jumped ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, so if the god's phallus remains erect for more than six hours, he should seek Asclepius's uh, medical attention. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, highly suspicious because I believe on his blog post he's got multiple like dildos and, and, and <laughs> pictures of Greek gods, which I'm not sure a Christian author who is uh, supposedly uh, battling against this stuff would post a bunch of it on his uh, right. site. But just pictures of dildos and dildos. Let me say I'm highly suspicious, but again, it could be true, and that's um, what's important. So pagan societies worship demonic gods. So demons? So are you telling me my pagan gods were just demons the whole time? Oh my god, the post was an excerpt from Major's book, Diva Goddess Queen, Breaking the Power of Soul Ties, Lust, and Sexual Demons. So if he is a Poe, he's uh, gone to great lengths. Wow, he's got a book. <laughs> he's persistent. It could, you know. That is on. dedication. Self-published, I bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> look, Matt, there are such things as sex demons. That's I, that's what I, I, I'm buying a Ouija hoping. board. I'm buying a I'm buying a Ouija board right now, and I'm gonna go and see if I can get a sex demon. Did the you danger. say a Ouija board? Yes. A Ouija board. Ouija board. I, I think a Ouija is something you clean your windows. <laughs> that's a squeegee board. <laughs> and the danger in masturbating is that one could inadvertently summon a sex demon to attach itself to you through the act of masturbating. Well, I'm, again, I guess I don't even need a Ouija board. Well, I don't. What's the problem? Once that demon attaches, it is difficult to get it to leave. It will drive you to masturbate even when you don't want to. <laughs> when does that no. happen? No, I don't want to. Oh, my God. I'm a little busy now. Oh, fine. Yeah, what if, what if you're, like, at work? You're in the middle of something. Yeah. Well, it's, he says you'll be hit with urges to play with yourself so powerful that only an orgasm will allow you some temporary relief. Well, that's true. Again, I, talking about that. I don't see the problem. I, I suppose I've got a sex demon attached to me. What? Uh, in this article, which I found on HuffPost Weird News, they say that um, there's no scientific evidence of demons attaching themselves to people who masturbate. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh this, sure. I'd like Science. to say that the jury is not in on that regard. It's still <laughs> out. I've searched the medical literature. It's an open question. Right. I, I haven't seen any research, really, on sex demons yeah. and uh, uh, whether or not they are attached to you. Uh, never mind double-blinded placebo-controlled trials. I mean, right. come on. Now, uh, I do have a lot of anecdotal evidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we all know, the plural of anecdote is demon. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, um, if uh, Christian author Mac Major does actually exist, <laughs> this is not some elaborate Poe, then... Uh, yeah, nice. Dick. I, I suppose it could happen because this picture of dildos is on the Huff Post and not on his page himself. Okay, I'll buy that then. Yeah, so it's real. Totally real. Confirmed. Oh, man. Chuck. Yeah, what else you got? Ben Carson. Ben Carson? Ben Carson! What the hell? I don't know, did you? After his, like, weirdly tepid endorsement of Trump and... His subsequent disappearance, I guess. He's back. Uh, he showed up to tell us that Muslims only embrace American de democracy if they're schizophrenic. Yes, that's true. You do have to experience auditory hallucinations in order to believe uh, in democracy, if you're Muslim. Yeah. That and phrase, he said, 
can also be applied to advocates of separation of church and state. Schizophrenic, yes, again. Schizophrenic. If you experience auditory hallucinations, I guess it requires it, doesn't it? It requires auditory hallucinations to support the separation does of it? church and state, yes. Oh my part God. Of the, it's part of the diagnosis, I believe. Carson said, the American government is so busy when it comes to protecting the rights of Muslims. Have you noticed that, by no. the way? Oh my God, they're That's working they overtime. Do. It will forget to watch the rights of other citizens as well. What other citizens? Christians. Oh, Christians. The Christian minority in this country, always being abused by the majority of atheists, Muslims, and Jews. They're so persecuted. Tired of it. It's Um, a Christian nation, goddammit. Yeah. He asserts that there exists a difference between Muslims who accept the U.S. Constitution and the U.S. Yep. And there are Muslims who prefer to live differently. Mm -hmm. And if we don't understand this... We may lose the war. I'm not sure which war he means. Do you mean like in Iraq or ISIS? Or does he mean like the cultural war? Uh, I think he's talking about the Supreme Court. Anyway, it's good to see Ben Carson out there still popping up saying weird things. I think he's got a bit of syrupy. You know, you like that you get into the spotlight. You just can't can't step out of it. Yeah, Ben Carson, uh, Sarah Palin. She just showed up. Uh, where did she show up? I think at a Trump rally. Uh, spoke for a while. Couldn't figure out anything she was talking about. Like, I couldn't put, I couldn't make one coherent sentence out of her entire, like, speech. It was like 30 minutes. <laughs> and that is different from her previous appearances exactly how. <laughs> In no way. <laughs> but it was fun. It was good to see her again. <laughs> it's always, always good to see our good friend Sarah Palin. Yes. Uh, and now we have Ben Carson. So, you know, great. Let's just keep rack. Every goddamn election now, we're going to come up with a couple more of these nutbags. We're just going to stick around, show up, become pundits, maybe yeah. have a reality show. Get a Fox News segment and never go away. Oh, God. Does this happen on the left and I just don't see it? I'm trying to think. I like how Ben Carson's a fucking neurosurgeon. He has no idea what the definition of schizophrenia is. <sighs> yeah, he should know that. That's like a brain thing, right? Yeah. Like He's just using the uh, vernacular. You know, <laughs> all that, the... Uh, Christian the slang, the urban dictionary version. <laughs> Christian inaccurate vernacular. Uh, Matt, in a in in a small ray of sunshine, some oh, good yeah. news. Good news, everyone. Headline is: This Bible thumping school board just learned the cost of willfully defying the U.S. Constitution. Yay! Wait. I, I love this because uh, okay, so here's this setup, and there's a California school board who are using prayers during public meetings, right? Um, and, yeah. and so they're reciting prayers, they're doing Bible readings, they're proselytizing at board meetings, which, of course, are paid for by the taxpayers, right? Right. So <laughs> all of whom obviously don't share, and it doesn't matter if they do. This is public funds going to uh, pay for religion. Right. Besides, it's there to do school board shit. Do your school board shit. God, do your fucking job. So... um on and on and on. And so uh, Freedom From Religion Foundation, as they typically do, they first send them a letter, right? They don't want to have to pay for a lawsuit if a letter will do. They ignore the letter. They file the lawsuit. And they win the lawsuit. Uh, so the uh, district judge... Oh, Matt, this is ironic. Yes. Jesus Bernal. What? <laughs> U.S. District Judge Jesus Bernal. No. On Thursday, the judge ordered board president Andrew Cruz, along with board members James Na and Silvio Orsco, to pay out $202,971.70 to the Freedom from Religion Foundation. So two things, Matt. Yes. One, 
This is the board president and board members themselves paying this out of their own fucking pocket and not the uh, taxpayers of the community who would have been doubly victimized. Yeah, how it should be. And they're paying it directly to the Freedom from Religion <laughs> Foundation <laughs> to fund future lawsuits against similar behavior. Oh, my God. This is amazing. I think I just uh, orgasmed, Matt. Temporarily uh, putting off my future uh, further strong urges. Chuck, that, that, that's only temporary. Your sex demon is still attached. Still attached. FFRF co-president Annie Laurie Gaylor said, my reaction to the ruling is, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Chuck, every good atheist knows the only proper response is, huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> That's the atheist version, right? Oh, my God. I, you know, I am in favor of ironically using their stupid language. And, uh, Such yeah, as, kind of like an Jesus Christ, these people are stupid. Jesus Christ. But not Jesus, um, what was the judge's name? Jesus Bernal. <laughs> but not Jesus Bernal. <laughs> Maybe I'll start using his name. <laughs> Jesus Bernal. Jesus Bernal. God almighty. Uh, so Skunk takes in that one, obviously the Freedom From Religion Foundation for, uh, bullying this innocent school board into, uh, violating their sincerely held religious beliefs and paying them money. They're going to have to stop the practice, Matt, uh, in violation of their sincerely held religious beliefs to yeah. proselytize at publicly paid for gatherings. Right. Great. I have to look forward to another lawsuit, probably. Well, they're Supreme funded for a while. Case. These guys have donated more to the Freedom From Religion Foundation than I have. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What else we got? What other dicks? Have we run out of dicks? No. We, we, got, quite, we got more dicks than uh, female masturbators uh, getting attached to a sex demon. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. That doesn't make sense, right? That was the best analogy <laughs> ever to appear on Irreligiosity. Possibly, I should have said dildos. Sure. <laughs> you don't know with sex demons. You just don't know. <laughs> anyway, speaking of dildos, the Vatican has declared that bishops do not have to report child abuse. That's not a thing they need to do. Because why would we? Why would we get ourselves in trouble? Yeah. Now, Pope Francis has said, like, hey, you know, maybe we should be, uh, you know, decent people and report this shit. And, or maybe just not do it. How about that? No. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa. Yeah, whoa. It's crazy talk, right? Uh, newly appointed bishops are being instructed by the Catholic Church that they are not obligated to report any accusation related to clerical child abuse. Oh, just accusations. Yeah. So. Well, right. It's not like they've had proof over and over and over again that they've hidden. Yeah. It also uh, allegedly says that only victims or families of victims should take, make the decision to report such abuse to law enforcement. Right. Chuck, if you see a child being abused or if you know about it, yep. let that be their decision. Uh, right, exactly. Um, if I'm part of an organization that's actively molesting children, of course it's going to be my policy not to report those right. accusations of molestation. Well, Listen. Jimmy, I think you should decide for yourself. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, um, this, is their, this is no change in policy, right? Why is this news? Right. Um, because it's been written down. Oh, that's been <laughs> because they're saying this after Pope Francis uh, basically said, uh, 
in direct violation of the infallible leader of their church. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, your written policy, Matt, is different from your verbal policy. Right, right. The ver- Yeah, that's true. That's your, uh, that's your, what do you call it? That's the stuff you put out front. Hey, we don't... It's purely... and kids? Purely public relations. Right. Oh, you, you'd think at this point the Vatican would really be trying to, like, clean up that image of child-abusing priests. And this this isn't helping, I'm thinking. Yeah, um, what is amazingly remarkable to me is how tone-deaf they've been to this entire thing for decades. You'd think that uh, after, are we in the third decade of these accusations becoming public? Right. You'd think that uh, the people would die off and they'd be replaced by, you know, younger people who are more sensitive because they've grown up with... Now, years of years and decades and decades of uh, defending themselves against these accusations. But no, again, you know, that you can see the thinking process that, that we've we've spent enough money on this shit. Um, yeah. And so, please, no more lawsuits. <laughs> please. Uh, I think the problem here are the sex demons. They, yeah. They well, can't yeah. help it. Yeah. The problem clearly in their minds is the lawsuits. It's not the molestation per se. <laughs> Right. It's the lawsuits, the payouts, and the damage to their personal and public relations of uh, the church institution. And so that's what they're trying to say. And that's the, been the problem from the get-go. They have not changed that at all. The problem they see is not the molestation, uh, clearly because they moved the priests around so he has new victims. Right. So right. the problem is people who are reporting them. My God, those, those people are awful. All right, Chuck, what do you got? Are there... Yet more dicks. Speaking of uh, religious institutions, the headline here is BYU student says honor code creates fear, shame, and victims of rape. Now, religious institutions would never do that, would they? No. Highly skeptical. I suspect the victim of rape is to blame here. Aren't they always? Uh, This comes from Provo, Utah, the home of Brigham Young University. Never heard of it. Uh, BYU student says that after she was raped and called police to report the crime... She was shocked when an investigator from BYU's Title IX office emailed her and told her she may have uh, violated the school's honor code. Wait a second. Hey, hey, the school's honor code explicitly says, don't get raped. Don't get raped. Makes us look bad, for God's sakes. Seriously. Well, you know, no premarital sex. So, yeah. It's correct. What does the investigator do? (laughs) Uh, She (laughs) violated the honor code. What a dick. God. I've been uh, raped. Wait, you've been raped? That's a <laughs> She said, I felt re-victimized. Uh, she said yeah. she was troubled that the school's Title IX investigator didn't offer her any support when she called. She only said we need to talk about the honor code. It looks like you violated it. Oh, yeah. No question. Yeah, I guess I guess the problem here was that, uh, that she had a man over to... She lives in an off-campus apartment, and uh, BYU apparently has strict rules about... Uh, students have somebody of the opposite sex in their apartment. By the way, Chuck, when I was in college, I had a friend at BYU. They lived in an off-campus apartment. Women there all the time. You know, friends, girlfriends, whatever. Well, the honor code depends on a uh, core of Hitler youth people to narc them out. Right. right? Or, unless you get raped. And then... uh, Yes. Oh, there's a man in your apartment. Well, wow. So here's the thing. You can have a man in your apartment, just not in your bedroom, right? Oh. Okay. And I believe they can't be there after certain hours, too. 
Uh, she said she was raped by a man she invited into her off-campus apartment. Um, she says she never invited him into her bedroom where he raped her, and that's, that's a problem. See, he was physically inside the bedroom when he was raping her, so she uh, violated that section of the honor code. Like, and that could like, affect her academic standing at BYU. Wh- where did this happen where it was like in uh, Kuwait or where uh, a lady was raped and then she got arrested for... Uh, sex outside of marriage. Yes, that's right. Uh, BYU, okay, is not much better than BYU. any other fundamentalist dickhead religion. Exactly the same as the United Arab Emirates. Is that where it was? Yeah. Uh, so uh, what happened was a friend of the uh, suspect, the friend of the rapist, took the police report to the honor code office. <laughs> Oh my so, God. of course, what you do, you then call the victim and say, hey, I understand you had a man in your bedroom, so we're going to have to talk about this. Yeah. Uh, this one's giving me a headache. Wrong with people. Well, the good news is she plans to transfer out of BYU after this semester. She feels let down by her school. I cannot stay here one more second, she said. So, yeah, that's a bit of good news. Um, what surprises me is that anyone is surprised by this shit in the first place. I mean, this is Brigham Young University. I don't know. I'm still a little surprised. You'd think we're, we would start getting past this stuff. Doesn't anybody have empathy anymore? Or just rules and religion is more important? Listen, the rape is one thing. The honor code violation needs to be taken oh, yeah. very seriously. Uh, the greater crime, I suppose, yes. must be addressed. Exactly. Let's talk about uh, your violation of you know this section of the honor code. I recommend uh, she get herself to UC Santa Barbara. Matt, that is in keeping with uh, the Old Testament saying, you know, if they didn't uh, fight hard enough, uh, fight back, or they didn't scream, then they should get stoned too. It's just in keeping with the Old Testament. Oh, God. Fuck this rapist. Fuck his friend. And fuck this Title IX office investigator. BYU in general. Seriously. Fuck BYU. Oh, God. Let's move on. I'm getting too pissed off here. Let's go to something funny. Hey, you know those doomsday groups that say, hey, the world's going to end? Yeah. And then, and then the world doesn't end? And then they're like, eh. Matt, that's never happened before. Every time they predict the end of the world, it happens. <laughs> Every fucking single time. Well, not this time. They missed one? <laughs> there goes their perfect record. It didn't end. But fortunately, they posted an FAQ to explain why. Um <laughs> <laughs> they post a, a frequently asked question on the internet. <laughs> they get asked so many times yeah. Yeah. why the world didn't end when they said it would. Yeah. But they just decided, like, you know what, let's make it. That's an actually frequently asked question. <laughs> hey, why didn't, uh, what happened about that world? No, no, just see our FAQ. <laughs> uh, all that there. question is asked so frequently, we have an internet page about it. The E-Bible Fellowship uh, predicted the world would end. Well, first they said it would end on May 21st, 2011. Um, yeah. And that didn't happen. It's back to so, October. This is the Harold Camping one, right? They Is it? Uh, Harold Camping. Seems like. He's dead, may, though. Maybe not. Maybe not. I, I thought that was when that Harold Camping thing took place, and, and then it didn't happen, and then he, he pushed it out six months because of God's... Right. Uh, yeah, well, they went from 2011 to uh, uh, October 7th, 2015, which was oh. just uh, like six months ago or so. It was just a couple days ago. Yeah. Uh, well, to this article. So. <laughs> but, you know, we're just getting around to it. In irreligiosity <laughs> time, six months is equivalent <laughs> just, to two days. 
they believed that there was a strong likelihood that God would complete his judgment and bring yeah. about the world's destruction on that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of biblical information pointing to this date. There always is. Yeah. Consistently, oh, yet consistently stressing throughout the entire time period that the world ending on a date was a, quote, strong likelihood. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, people, we're giving ourselves an out. We're not stupid. <laughs> Wait. We know so, that the track record of people predicting the end of the world has been exactly 0% accuracy. Right. So. Nobody's been right yet. Of course, it only takes one, Chuck. Yep. You only have to be right one. The problem is you can't gloat afterwards, right? Why do people predict the end of the world, for God's sakes? If it actually happens, they can't say, ha, told right. you so. Now, you might be thinking that, like, hey, the world was destroyed. Maybe, maybe God's okay with everything. Yes, that was my first thought. No, it's not, he's not okay. Well, they say it should be noted that the world not being destroyed in the seventh is in no way some sort of divine justification of the world. According to the word of God, the sentence upon the world has been passed, and it's guilty. <laughs> <laughs> and Dear. the world will certainly pass away as detailed in numerous places in the Bible. Yep. E Bible fellowship was incorrect regarding the specific day, but we're not incorrect concerning the fact that it will one day soon come to an end. So they're kind of, kind of admitting it, I guess. Well, you know, face with the truth. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't say that it occurred spiritually, though? Uh, a that's spiritual they, destruction? That's what they usually say, yeah. Oh, no, they, they're going with the, um, because they didn't explicitly say that it would for sure be destroyed. They just said it was a strong likelihood. And uh, according to the good amount of biblical evidence, it was. Therefore, saying it was a strong likelihood was a true statement. Okay, there you go. We also openly acknowledge that there was a small likelihood that it would not have happened. There was no liar deceitfulness involved in any way. Well. Well. Yeah, I, I recommend everyone go to eBibles Fellowship uh, FAQ page. And uh, yeah, that way you get answers for yourself. I mean, I could give you all. But. Can you comment on the FAQ page? Uh, of course not. Yeah. <laughs> no point. Uh, I, do, I do. I Would you like to know what they're going to do next? Yes. They intend to keep studying the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, refine and hone our research and come up with another prediction pretty soon. Uh, God's elect people. Oh, is that them? They're God's elect people. Mm-hmm. Prefer to be with Christ. And yet. We're also quite content to continue living in this world, knowing that all the while we are here to live for Christ. What? So he's going to destroy the world, and I still have to live for Christ at the same time? That's not fair. That just seems redundant. Right. If I'm living for Christ, why are you destroying the world? <laughs> uh, Christ? Yeah. yeah, don't get it. Uh, once again, Jesus cannot be reached for coming. What do you got, Chuck? Matt, uh, you know that all these... Um... These, I do. I do so much. <laughs> these bathroom laws that are popping up in the South because, you know, there's increasing acceptance for transgender uh, community. Yeah. And uh, so immediately, like Mike Huckabee it was saying, you remember when he said, I would have loved to have been trans in high school. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I could have then, you know, gone over to the uh, women's bathroom. Was it a bathroom or shower or something like that? Yeah. They're always concerned about, I guess, some trans person using the wrong bathroom and suddenly have you ever been walked in on in a public restroom by someone of the opposite gender uh well yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and what did you do scream and call the cops it's oh, just totally. no fucking deal no fucking big deal 
whatever. Oh Have you ever been to Europe? <laughs> no. There's like communal restrooms or what, what would you call them? Uh, yeah. Just... Have you ever watched Ally McBeal? For God's sakes, man. What happened to Ally McBeal? They had a uh, co-gender restroom. Oh, oh. Have you ever seen the new Battlestar Galactica? <laughs> We're all in there together. It's the future man. So, of course, yes, it's the uh, bathroom laws, uh, because you got to protect the uh, sacredness of public restrooms, I guess. Yeah. And children. Uh, always the children. Yeah, the children. Because children always go alone in a public restroom. Yeah. So, uh, Dan Avery, uh, a reporter, pointed out late last month that uh, in all the entire history of the Earth, more Republican lawmakers have been arrested for lewd conduct in bathrooms than trans people. So the count as it stands right now, that we know of, three Republicans... And zero trans people. <laughs> so really, we need to make laws keeping Republicans yes. out of public restrooms. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, the three Republicans, John Hinson, a Mississippi congressman, uh, arrested in 1981 for having oral sex in the House of Representatives bathroom with a government staffer. Apparently also arrested in 76 for exposing himself to an undercover agent. <laughs> Still got, managed to get himself reelected in 1980. At the Iwo Jima Memorial. Oh, my God. That's wonderful. Oh, he just blamed it on alcoholism. So, that's yeah. That's what you do. That's it. That's and you run on a... All yeah. the time. You run on a it's resurrection like, campaign. It's like the televangelist. Like, I have sinned before God. I've been forgiven. Yes. Uh, Larry Craig? You might remember Larry Craig. Wait, He's hold a, on. You didn't finish Hinson's story, though. Oh, yeah. He came out as gay. Yeah. Uh, finally. And lived the rest of his life as an LGBT activist. So, there's that. There's that. He, uh, yeah, well. And then he died from AIDS in '95. Uh, yeah, yeah, the late '70s, early '80s, very tough time. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Reagan. Be, be a gay man. Yeah. Uh, Larry Craig. You might remember uh, Larry Craig. He's an Idaho Republican senator. Uh, I guess Idaho Republican senator. Uh, that's redundant too. Right. Uh, was arrested for lewd conduct in a men's room at the Minneapolis St. Paul International Airport. You remember he had, he said, "Hey, I just have a wide stance." Wide stance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. wide stance, Larry. Uh, I love it. Um, pleaded guilty to a lesser charge of disorderly conduct. Two months later, tried to withdraw the plea. Uh, yeah, he actually finished his term out, man. He wasn't he wasn't kicked out for his wide stance in the bathroom. You know. <laughs> That's the only thing I respect about him. Why do people always resign when they get involved, like, sending dick pics or something? Like, uh, what was that guy's name? Wiener. Like, Anthony Wiener. Yeah. Just say, yeah, I fucking sent a dick pic, okay? Now, right. go back to work. My name's Wiener. Wiener. Jesus. It's you, right you, there. You, you idiots elected me. I mean, come on. Uh, let's see, around the time, same time as the Craig scandal, so there was a, a Florida state representative, Bob Allen. He was arrested for uh, allegedly agreeing to pay $20 to perform a sex act on an undercover cop in the bathroom at a public park. Ah. So he did, he resigned later last year, uh, but he maintained that the only reason he was in the bathroom was because he was hiding out from the scary African-American men hanging around. He was afraid of the black guys, yeah. so he said, I think I'll go in the bathroom over there and give someone a blowjob. And suck a dick, yes. And- <laughs> yes. According to For Avery, which I will pay twenty dollars to suck your what the hell? Isn't that the reverse of the usual? I uh, want to suck a dick so bad, I will pay you twenty bucks. He yeah doesn't. This guy does not get in it. 
Uh, yeah. According to Avery, it just goes to show that for Republican politicians, it's better to be thought of as a racist than as wanting to suck another man's dick. And uh, that uh, uh, isn't that obvious. I mean, look at the candidates we have right now. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's a lot oh. better to be seen as a racist. <laughs> You're, you got to play to your base. Oh, God, Bob Allen. Uh, public park, men's room, blowjobs. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how the money should change hands in that transaction. Just saying. A little pro uh, tip for Bob Allen. Yeah, seriously. Uh, wonder where Bob is now. Poor bastard. Bob in a public park somewhere. <laughs> um, hiding, hiding out from scary black men. Yes. That's a weird thing to do. I mean, if you want to suck a dude's dick, I mean, go ahead. I don't care. But, like... Pay for it? Come on. Seriously. It's what Tinder's for. That's what offends me. I, I never pay for it. <laughs> just do it. You just gotta that commit. is the most offensive part of that article. <laughs> oh. And finally, we have, we're finally done, Chuck. We have but one more dick to suck. Uh... NASCAR. NASCAR has an invocation. Apparently, they do that. I've never watched NASCAR or been to a NASCAR event, so I didn't know this goes on. But so what? It's a private. It's a private thing, right? They can do whatever the fuck they want. They can and will. They can and will. But they got uh, quote unapologetic bigot. I think that's his first name. Phil Robertson legally had his name changed. Right. Unapologetic bigot. Phil Robertson. Unapologetic bigot. He delivered an invocation before tonight's, uh, actually it was not tonight, it was uh, last Saturday, but in Israel, it just be time, that's tonight. Uh, tonight's NASCAR race in Texas, and would you think you'd be disappointed by what he said? The answer would be no. Uh, of uh, course not. <laughs> Don't you know exactly uh, what to expect? I would expect he'd probably get up there and say something about, he would want a Jesus man to be president. <laughs> well, Matt, let's listen in. We got here via Bibles and guns. I'm fixed to pray to the one who made that possible. Father, thank you for founding our nation. I pray, Father, that we don't forget who brought us, you. Our faith in the blood of Jesus and his resurrection. Help us, Father, to get back to that. Help us, dear God, understand that the men and women on my right of the U.S. military on my right and on my left. Our faith in you and the U.S. military is the reason we're still here. I pray, Father, we put a Jesus man in the White House. Help us do that and help us all to repent, to do what's right, to love you more, and to love each other. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Ah, uh, Jesus man in the White House, Matt. Jesus man. Wait. How did we get here again? Bibles and guns. Bibles and guns. I'm not sure. I, I thought they came in cars, but, you know. <laughs> no. Uh, they got into their uh, 45 Magnum Glock girl over here using the Bible as a steering wheel, I believe. That's oh, how they got there. See, I was going to say, you ride the Bible waving your gun away <laughs> to the NASCAR event. All right. That might make a little more sense, I guess. That's probably, that is probably how they got there. Oh, it's a good thing. Uh, I mean, it's good. Nice to see Phil Robson still getting speaking roles. Still. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think. Uh, my God, that uh, it's a pretty white crowd. It looked like a Trump rally. Oh yeah. Well, NASCAR apparently is pro-Trump. Uh, uh, Robertson himself has endorsed Ted Cruz. 
I guess Trump wasn't racist enough for him. Uh, not enough. Oh, uh, Cruz, <laughs> Cruz is more religious. Yeah, Cruz is more yeah. religious. There you go. Well, Chuck, I think that's all our dicks today. I think we're all we're out of dicks. Man, I've got one more dick for you. Oh, you do? It's essentially the entire world, but uh, United States in particular. Okay. They uh, have a gender pay gap by state, and uh, you might be surprised to know, Matt, that Utah, Wyoming, and Louisiana have the highest gender gap in the nation. You not Utah? Yeah, you get yeah, every state in the nation. I think you get paid. Uh, I think one of the best might be New York, which is women earn eighty-seven uh, percent for doing the same job that men do. But in Utah, Wyoming, and Louisiana, for some reason, they get paid 60 to 69%. That's not, doesn't sound that great. We're doing the same, to, uh, just over half <laughs> of what men earn, we're doing the exact same goddamn job. So uh, the entire world, where it happens, but particularly the United States, because we should know better. We're a Christian nation. We should know to treat everyone equally, especially yeah. women. It's in our Bible. And <laughs> somewhere, and especially Utah, Wyoming, and Louisiana, who are the worst. You know that it gets worse by education too. So eighty uh, percent is what women make if they have less than a high, high school diploma. But if they go all the way to get a advanced degree, right? So right uh, post graduate, they uh, can look forward to earning seventy four percent of what a man does oh, well, on that's, average, that's unless they're in almost Utah. Almost three quarters, Chuck. Unless they're in Utah, your uh, your pay in Utah depends on how uh, uh, how well you abide by BYU's honor code. It, it varies with race too. Uh, Asian American women almost make as what as a white man does ninety percent, but then white non Hispanics seventy eight percent, and it goes down from there for African Americans, American Indians, and Hispanics or Latinas uh, apparently make the worst. Yeah, fifty four percent. Oh, it'd be nice if we could uh, make some progress on that. But uh, that won't happen if we put a Jesus man in the White House. Oh, yeah, let's get a Jesus man in the White House. Now, what is it with Utah? Why are we... I wonder what's going on there. I'm sure that's just our proximity to Wyoming. That's what that causes. (laughs) Yeah, I blame Wyoming. Blame them for a lot of stuff. (laughs) My sex demon. (laughs) Yep. My addiction to sheeps. Lots of attached sex demons in Wyoming. Yes. They're weirdly attached to sheeps there, too. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of masturbating sheep in Wyoming. <laughs> not sure what I was uh, <laughs> not sure what I was proposing. Uh, all right. I guess I was trying to say they fuck sheep. All right, let's put that out. into the computer. Uh, Matt, who, out of all of those people, is your favorite? Oh. Who would you vote for? God skunk dick of this entire episode sex demons the sex demons i'm thinking sex was that one not even real possibly i'm going with byu i'm going with byu byu is a solid choice yeah the sex demons again i'm highly skeptical of actually being true but he did write a book so you know on the other hand i like my sex demon (laughs) i'll go with phil roberts (laughs) Uh, excellent. Let's throw that in the computer. See what we got. Okay.
Uh, holy shit. It's... It's the American College of Pediatricians. It's who? Uh, Matt, you may not have heard of the American College of Pediatricians, but Wait, it has... Are they, are they best for children? It has a... <laughs> That's their that's their slogan. <laughs> you have an academic uh, uh, group masquerading as that. The American Academy of Pediatricians is the actual group. This right. is the American College American College of Pediatricians, uh, and their slogan is "Best for Children." <laughs> uh, they have issued a new position statement, and I just kind of I want to read this position statement yeah. to you, Matt, because it sounds uh, like. When I first linked to it, I was thinking, what the hell? This is uh, this can't be the American Academy of right. Pediatricians. Uh, so, this is like the American Family Research Council or some crap. Like right, exactly. Some euphemistic name. Right. Uh, it says, it's, it's a position statement issued March 21st, 2016. Number one, human sexuality is an objective biological binary trait. XY and XX are genetic markers of health not genetic markers of a disorder. So, uh, in the next very next statement, should raise some flags, they say, the norm for human design is to be conceived either male or female. So, they can't go two sentences without making an argument for God. The norm for human design. Human sexuality is binary by design, with the obvious by purpose... <laughs> God almighty. Being the reproduction and flourishing of our species. So... Oh, yeah, it's obvious. This principle is self-evident. Yeah. So, there you go. Uh, they say, uh, a person's belief that he or she is something they are not is, at best, a sign of confused thinking. So, when an otherwise healthy biological boy believes he is a girl, uh, or vice versa, an objective psychological problem exists that lies in the mind, not the body, and it should be treated as such. Well, there you go. Oh, okay. Got it. Uh, so, they call uh, trans... Individuals gender confused. <laughs> gender confused. Uh, so they they cite, of course, rates of suicide are twenty times greater among adults who use cross sex hormones and undergo sex reassignment surgery. That's not because uh, their life is is uh, a life of consistent marginalization. Because as we all know, we treat trans individuals very well in this society. Oh yeah, in this day yeah. and age. Yeah, uh, I'm sure it has nothing to do with how we as a society treat these individuals. It has to do with uh, their uh, mental illness, according to the American College of Pediatricians. Right. We don't stick with so, for what they're going through. Uh, yeah, conditioning children into believing that a lifetime of chemical and surgical impersonation of the opposite sex is normal and helpful is child abuse. So, yeah. So that's from the American College of uh, Pediatricians, Matt, uh, a very official organization. Well, that sounds quite official. Yeah. I wonder if they have any core values that I would agree with. <laughs> uh, ah, yeah, I found them. Core we, values of the college. <laughs> do the About Us page. <laughs> the American College of Pediatricians promotes a society where all children, from the moment of their conception, are valued unselfishly. That's a conception children, Chuck. Yeah. They're yeah, the for conception. They're <laughs> little... Uh, Embryos. They're the ones that are crying out thanks to Robert <laughs> They, uh, American College of Pediatricians recognizes there are absolutes and scientific truths that transcend relative social considerations of the day. So they don't mention any of them, but ah. they, it recognizes that they exist. So absolutes right. that, that transcend any sort of social considerations of the day. 
They recognize good medical science cannot exist in a moral vacuum. Yeah. Pledges to promote such science. It's true. Recognizes the physical and emotional benefits of sexual abstinence until marriage and pledges to promote this behavior as the ideal for adolescents. So, you know, abstinence-based education, I, I believe. Yeah, totally. That's just a recipe for getting a sex demon, though. <laughs> Right, and very well-adjusted individuals such as Catholic priests. You know, it's awesome. Yes, but what are their objectives, Chuck? What do they want to do? Well, Matt, they want to foster and stimulate improvements in all aspects of health care of infants, children, and adolescents. And hey. stimulating infants, Whoa. children, and adolescents is a strange objective, I would yeah, say. Yeah, it is a, it's an odd objective. They want to affirm that parents have the inalienable right and responsibility to educate and rear their children. Rear? Oh, yeah. Rear their children? Rear them. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a fancy word for me. That's homeschooling. <laughs> like a 19th century wording for this shit. Uh, to advocate for children at all stages of development from conception to young adulthood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's yep. the conception of children. Yep. To engender the honest interpretation of scientific pediatric research without deference to current political persuasions. Oh, fuck you! Oh. <laughs> Fuck you! I like how the first part sounds like almost reasonable. <laughs> oh, we just want an honest interpretation of scientific research. Uh, yeah, Not these guys. Political correctness. These guys aren't political at all. Come on. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, so, Matt. Yeah. You might be interested to know. So, the uh, American Academy of Pediatrics has uh, 60,000 members, right? The American. Right. College of Pediatrics has 200 members and has been designated a hate group by the Severn <laughs> Poverty Law Center because it's anti-LGBT positions. Oh, that, that's shocking to me after reading what I just read. Shocking. Uh, yeah, I don't get it. Don't get it at all. American College of Pediatricians, best for children. Go fuck yourself. Jesus. Oh, my God. So remember... Uh, that I said, you know, when an otherwise healthy biological boy believes a girl, that's a mental problem, right? Uh, I think they cite the uh, DSM, the Diagnostics and Statistics Manual of Mental Disorders. But uh, unfortunately, that actually says it is important to note that gender nonconformity is not in itself a mental disorder. So, again, uh, fuck you. But I guess that's one of those objective scientific or uh, transcendent truths uh, that, that transcends uh, science, I guess. Being science being the relative standard, social standard. Of right. Today. If we can go back to the Bible, then we'd know for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, good job, American College of Pediatricians. If you'd like to donate to them, you can go to their <laughs> website. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking assholes. Oh, God. I just hate that, that they can use words like American College of Pediatricians. Right. And uh, gain so, some sort of uh, authority when they is it, issue is these positions. Isn't college the words you use in your, your crap organization because it doesn't yeah. uh, require any yes. uh, sort of certification? or Yeah, you can use it for anything. Right. Can't use university. I think university still has a standard to it, doesn't it? I can't remember. I just wish that they would take all of those terms out, and you know, without accreditation, you cannot use the term in any advertising whatsoever. Right. Uh, so, in just reserve terms like fraternity or order or right sca- center for scamming, right? Or, you know, bigoted asshole fuck faces. Uh, those are free to use. Hey Chuck, you're a health professional, correct? Uh, at times. Well, you can join the college today. But first, 
they're going to have to check their member criteria. What is the member criteria? <laughs> well, first, have you said, have you felt a sense of frustration lately? Yes. Your current... <laughs> yes, I have. Let me finish. <laughs> oh, okay. Your current professional medical association is investing your annual dues to promote social agendas that oh. do not reflect your personal values and convictions? No. Oh. <laughs> no, not really. You had me at frustration. <laughs> if you answered yes, we would like to introduce you to an organization of like-minded pediatricians who are responding to this dilemma. Dilemma? Oh, my God. We may have um, attacked these people before. It sounds vaguely familiar. <laughs> <They've> <laughs> We've come full circle, Matt. Uh, they've issued a number of position statements on uh, topics including morning after pill, yeah. abstinence education, freedom of conscience, homosexual parenting. <laughs> yeah. When human life begins, discipline children, bullying. Oh, love it. Skunk dicks of the whatever it, this episode is, the quarter. They're skunk dicks of the quarter. Also, fuck them for making me click twice to find their position statements. Uh, Matt, uh, the next episode, which should be coming to you so quickly. Oh, it's going to be coming Again, way quick. requires no work for myself. It will be an extended episode on Egyptological, anthropological, mythological... Oh, yeah. Shit, right? I think so. I can't wait. We've talked about Egypt in the past, but we've never really had an in-depth discussion about their mythology. Or, I'm sorry, their religion. Uh well, we still won't really have an in-depth. <laughs> It'll be mostly just facile. Listen, of. we talked to Eva Vajalevska, but I'm uh, really excited about talking to an actual practicing anthropologist. That's right. I also have a book somewhere that I will reference. You've written a book about sex demons? Sex demons That's and Egyptian mythology. Demonology. Coming soon. Oh, Celsius, 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 Celsius.